wait till Dave quiet. Uh, not Dave. Steve quietens down. There he oh, is. He's just put it in his back pocket, so we are good to go. GDG. Did you, if you see want him? To, um, say what? Did you see him put it in his back pocket, or that was yeah. just a? Okay, cool. Yeah. He's just there. Yeah. There you go. The man himself. Welcome to Gabs, Dave. How are you? It's our annual uh, annual Gabs show. Annual Gabs show. Probably the most consistent thing that we do, I would say. I yeah. Think like clockwork. This is our thing. Yeah. I don't know how many years we've done it for. Four at least. It's at least four. Yeah. Uh, we're not as organised as Australian Bruce News, which have their own little recording. They've got stand. a little uh, mini studio, haven't they? Very we're fancy. for the people. We're out among here. the people. Yeah. Look, like, look at that guy. He's a person. Oh my god, he's I the just, most person I've ever seen. I almost made eye contact with him. So um, we're just ha- out here doing our thing. Yeah. How are we feeling about Gabs this year? Pretty excited, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of good beer week stuff this year, so this was almost like Christmas, really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, heaps of fun. Like. I was out, I did half a day at work this morning and like, I sort of went, I've got to leave here in an hour and then it's Gabs. I was like, oh, that's right. It's so soon. What a, what a good way to knock off on a Friday. Yeah, too right. Uh, and you were, you were both, we're both drinking beers. Yes, we are. We're drinking the uh, Fresh from yeah. uh, Garage Project. The May edition. May edition uh, with the Vale, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, the Vale makes some really excellent hoppy beers. The guy that founded the Vale, the, the brewer, is um, he's brewed at Hill Farmstead, brewed, spent time at Cantillon, a little bit of apprenticeship there. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Pretty decent uh, resume. Yeah, uh, and everything I've had from them has been been great. Uh, yeah. What's How's your point? week been? It's been good. I cumulatively am not feeling too great. I haven't Classic, had. Yep. I haven't had any like five a.m. nights. Like benders or whatever. Uh, like one a.m. last night. Probably nothing too far past. 11 or 12. But yeah, but if you do that six out of seven nights or whatever, it's going to catch up with you. There's a lot of day drinking as well been involved. So, like, yeah, that's kind of been the... I've never been good at that. In yeah. the sense that, like, I couldn't day drink and then night drink. Yeah, I'd be yeah. done by 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely got to pace yourself. Lots of water. That's my, my pro tip for day drinking. Oh, I actually need some water right now, actually. Um, so, as is Gab's tradition, we're going to grab some brewers... Grab some friends. Uh, and Have make a little a show. chat. Yeah. yeah, see what their week's been like. See what their festival beers are like. I reckon it's going to be fun. I think so. Um, anything that you... Have you looked at the guide at all? I just had a brief look uh, while I was in there. I did not absorb anything. Yeah. So uh, I just felt paper on my fingers. Yeah. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, there is. Uh, Seems to be a lot of haze on the c- container bars. Lots of haze. Lots of haze and a lot of... Um, Oh, a few brutes, which is fun. Yep, People for sure. keep telling me that brutes are dying style when it never took off and it's a bit of a joke style. Um, but everyone that I've had this week has been really good. Yeah. I can't remember which ones I've had. I had a couple. And all the ones on the container bars sound really fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got some great exhibitors here as well. So, I mean, even if, even if we're at a busy session, there's plenty of awesome beer to... Well, all right, around. let's call this an intro. And then uh, we'll, we'll go, go and find, find some guests, eh? Yeah, all right. Sick. See you soon. All right. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Good. Good. We're at the Dollar Bill VIP section. We were just saying before we came here that we're men of the people. 
Yep. We like to be on the floor. Amongst uh, everyone. And then, then you guys offered us a VIP section and we're like, <laughs> sure. Straight in. Yeah, this is uh, Fiona's idea to put a, um, a nice little table and chairs here. So, Just behind your bar here? Yeah, just behind our bar. She said just so she has people to drink with throughout the day. That's it. And a uh, place to relax in between sessions. So I like it. Very wise. Yeah. Uh, You've had a reasonably busy Good Beer Week. You had yep. a thing on Wednesday night Yep. at Dr. Moore's. Dr. Moore's. How'd that go? Uh, that was really good, yeah. Uh, Fiona started on the tequila and I talked to a whole heap of people and uh, we had you know, quite a few people come past and see us. It was great and the Bintani right. crew came through and everything, so yeah. It's kind of your first Good Beer Week as a kind of with multiple beers kind of a thing, isn't it? Yeah, so this is uh, really is our first Good Beer Week. Um, we kind of... We hit the, hit the ground running, I guess, and um, we've got a, a few venues behind us, and it's been great. So, yeah. Uh, the other one you were at the Crafty Pint Black Hearts. Yep. Dinner. Yep. How was that? That was really good. So, um, they uh, they got us to pair the music. So Fiona and I sat down and we um, went through a, a playlist for our course and uh, paired the music with the beer and the beer to the um, food. So, yeah. Well, How did you approach it? Uh, I initially went for more romantic style of um, kind of music. Because um, you play music while it's fermenting, if I remember correctly. Is we, that we right? Have, yeah, we have played a bit yeah. of music to our ferments and, and things. But, um, and we also put a, a, you know, a, a track on all our beers so you can kind of uh, match it to the, the beer and music and enjoy it. Um, but yeah, we kind of we approached it with a, I, I approached it with a romantic idea and then Fiona came through and said, no, people want to have fun. So we, um, we paired it back and we picked some really fun, what, fun what, hip-hop tracks. What was romantic? Oh, no, I, I just kind of thought I was going out for dinner and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, a whole bunch of people and a bit of romance going on, but yeah. Um, you mentioned, oh, I think last time I saw you guys at Mr. West. Yep. And one of the tracks I think you paired a beer with was Clipping. Yes, yeah. Uh, which are pretty unknown hip-hop band. Yeah, yeah. Almost an art collective in some way. They're kind of a, a weird little thing. Hmm. And I'm like, what beer, what song does this go with? And you, uh, Fee's like, oh, he's just clipping something. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a good album. Very um, very lyrical. Very, uh, yeah, a lot of complex yeah. rhymes and, and, and words and, and wordplay and bits and pieces. So so what was on the, the what ended up on the playlist for Monday night? Uh, there was Lyrics Born. Yep. Uh, what do we have? Um, got a mental blank at the moment. <laughs> that always happens. Yeah, yeah. I can look it up. If that helps. Is it available on Spotify to share? Uh, we're actually we're on Apple, unfortunately. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. I uh. know. <laughs> oh, what oh, are you right. on, Dave? Are you on Spotify? Yeah, I'm on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's just the odd one out here. Hey, it's a free market. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> uh, so we've got yeah. Calling out from uh, Lyrics Born, King Kunta from uh, Kendrick Lamar, which follows into American Boy uh, from Estelle. Devastated by Joey Badass, uh, Longevity by Jay Live, So Damn Down, Tanya Morgan, uh, Check Yourself from Ice Cube, and then Let Me Clear My Throat from DJ Cool. So, and pretty much what? Uh, DJ Cool, Let Me Clear My Throat. So That's a pretty fun playlist. Yeah, that was the um, idea. Would that be like the ultimate playlist to drink dollar bill beers if you were drinking mini? Uh, I think uh, your your own personal playlist is the ultimate, but um, yeah, <laughs> if you, if you. But when some people are wrong about what they like, yeah, maybe some suggestions need to come through. So that's yeah, a good list. Sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. A lot of people are wrong about Definitely. what they like. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the beers you've got on at the moment. Uh, so we've got uh, the most interesting one at the moment is our winter parlay, which will be uh, released this winter. So about a month or two. Uh, we've just got to get some labels done up for that. 
It's a botanical sour, so it's uh, it's our base sour beer, but we've then added some Damiana, some cypress extract, uh, el uh, linden flower, elderflower, and chamomile. What was the first one you said? Uh, so Damiana. What is that? So it's a Mexican uh, Mexico's national treasure herb, um, and it actually gives you know in large doses a euphoric kind of feeling. So right. Oh yeah. right. What sort of flavour does it impart? I can pour you a sample if you want. Oh, I mean, but, um, if yeah, we want to that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. If you just hang on, I'll pour right. a sample. Hang on. So any advice that we gave about pacing yourselves, we just really did not follow then. Uh, just necking the rest of our beers. Did we, pay, did we give that advice? Day drinking we did. Yes. And we are day drinking now. Yes. That's fair. But hey, it's part of the fun, right? It is part of the fun. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. So it's um, very aromatic. Yeah. Very aromatic. It really gets into your sinuses. It's... um. Quite herbal, quite botanical. So, what makes this a winter uh, seasonal? Essentially, for us, it was more the the aromatics, the herbal and botanical aspect of it, um, and the fact that it, it does kind of clear out your sinuses, and it's um yeah, it's, it's quite strong and bold. All right, hmm. and music pairing. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Yeah. Um, does it not have one yet, officially? It doesn't officially have one yet. Okay. So, maybe perhaps you could help with one. Yeah, I was going to say, Dave, any thoughts? Um, you don't, you don't, you're not a hip-hop man. not a hip-hop man, so I don't have to be hip-hop. It yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to be hip-hop. As long as it skirts around the, the edges of some interesting lyrics and big beats. I came across, a, no, I was listening to it today. Uh, rap rap Knishes by MF Doom featuring Mr. Fantastic. Okay, yeah, cool. That. I'm saying that. Official. Rap Knishes. Done. Write it down. Right. There you go. Uh, I'll, I'll by the, by the infamous Mr. Fantastic, Dave, I don't know if you know this, but he is, uh, he's been on two or three songs. Is that his birth name? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay, well, yeah. no one knows. Oh, right. He's had two or three, I think two really incredible verses on these two songs. All-time hip-hop tracks. No one knows who he is. Interesting. He's just faded into the... What if they look him up on Yellow Pages? How many Fantastics could there be? No, see, I think he puts in, he puts in dummy Fantastics around oh, it. Oh, so. annoying. Yeah, yeah. Has he got anything to do with Fantastic Furniture? Uh, I think it's the same guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. You have to write it down for me right, later, All Luke. right. I think it's Rapkin. Oh, I hope I got it right. Anyway. Well, at least we know the, the VIP lounge dollar bill is where all the important work is getting done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm charging my phone or my little power pack oh, down I thought you were going to say you're charging him a premium for your uh, sick tunes advice. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's probably worth it. <laughs> I'm looking it up now because I'm stressed out that I got it wrong. Of all the things to be stressed trouble. out from this week, we can, uh, <laughs> that should not be one of them. Don't worry, Rap Snitch Knishes is the, the name of the song, not Rap Knishes. Right. I missed the snitch. Can, can you Trouble SMS either. that to me so I get the spelling right? Raps, uh, where are we? <laughs> you can there just you turn the phone around. Yeah, there you go. Second one down. Oh, rap, snip, rap Snip Knishes feet. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, we got there at Thank the end. Thank goodness. <laughs> have you guys been busy or? Uh, I have been. Been yep. doing a lot of just official Good Beer Week stuff as well as somewhat drinking. But Dave, you've been lucky. I have not been busy. I um, was overseas for four weeks, so my wallet tells me to not be busy for a little while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> and where would you go, Dave? I was in Japan for four weeks. Yeah. Where, Japan? In Japan. Oh, yeah. wow. That would have been amazing. Yep. It was so good. Yes. Yeah. I had a great time. Um, the base sour of this... Yep. It's delicious. Yes. What is that used in all your beers in some way? Uh, so it's a, it would have come from a barrel, a single barrel, um, of a wild ferment. Yeah. So 
worked straight to barrel uh, for murdered over last, last Ballarat winter um, and then blended with botanicals um, yeah. and the remainder of the barrel or uh, a lot of those barrels went into what is our Balifornia yeah. um, blend so yeah how far away is the tap room Fiona still reckons October okay I'm thinking next October. Okay. <laughs> this October, next October. So. And perhaps something in between that might be where the reality yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So what's going to be the idea? Because I think when we spoke on the podcast last year, I think it was. Yep. It was kind of an idea, but it, it was a concept. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. So how's it going to look? Uh, we're looking at it. It's a, it's a big shed. So the, the space is already there. Um, it won't be lined. It's got a little bit of plaster lining inside. We'll put a big uh, tile kind of rear tap wall. A uh, nice big concrete bar, similar to maybe like a Holy Mountain kind of uh, tap room in the States. that got a similar look to that. Yep. Uh, the big part is getting our landscaping and the grounds done, which will be a long, long process. So, Why is that a long process? It's, we've got seven acres. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bit by bit. <laughs> Are you going to plant botanicals and things that you'll use in the beer? That, that would be the plan. Awesome. So get a uh, small amount of hop vines growing. Um, probably grow low low trellises, three meter high trellises. Grow some SARS. Grow some uh, interesting variety. We really have to research a bit more what varieties can grow in that area. Yeah. Um, and hopefully put in a little orchard of uh, speciality heirloom fruit trees. Um, we're trying to chase more flavour from our fruit and produce, um, whereas most farmers look for uh, ease of you know ease of picking yield yeah. um, and less focused on flavour. So. That sounds and really exciting. How do we... Is it just out of Ballarat? Yes, it's just north of Ballarat, a uh, suburb called Invermay. We uh, have yet to deal with council on permits okay. um, for this, so it's all pending. Okay. Yeah. If, the, if they're listening, just push it through. Just yeah. do it, yeah. It'll, it'll get everyone to Ballarat. Oh, Definitely. Sure. Ballarat's, actually... Ballarat's got great art as well, Dave. Did you know this? I didn't know. Ballarat knocks it out of the park with their art, is that art right? stuff. Yep. Why? Um, I don't know. I think the... the the whole vibe seems to be yeah right. Their pro art, the art gallery there is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, we've got, we've got two, three galleries yeah. in Ballarat. So we went up for the biennial or biennale, depending yep, how you yep. call, say it. Yep. It was great. There's a one, one whole like abandoned warehouse was turned into a series of art things. And there was like a basement. Did you did you see this? No, I, I haven't been to the biennial. Oh, there was like a, a basement that had like was all abandoned and like wet and gross and people would put in creepy art through yeah, it yeah right so you walk into one like almost like a dungeon and there's black spheres all around and then like spooky music playing you can't see the back wall it's so dark so I went and hid in it and waited for Emma to come in classic gave move her, yeah gave her a good fright <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah classic prank you got nice. one coming back to you though I'm yeah. sure of it yeah but yeah Ballarat <laughs> if you are in that neighbourhood go check out some art until dollar bills open, then yeah, exactly, you and then you've got yep. your place to uh, centralise yourself. Um, Bal- Ballarat's got a big stand at uh, Gabs this year as well, so yeah, right. If you find over the other side of the upper level, you'll find. Um, what does the Ballarat stand look like? Uh, it's big and yellow. All right. Um, yeah, it's quite a few. Who should we ask local. for over there to get on the show? Uh, I would say see if you can find Noel. Noel. Yep. All right. He's um yeah visit uh, visit Ballarat. Cool. Uh, Good CEO, idea. So I think yeah. we should do that next. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. It. Any fo- any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? Uh, not really. Just everyone have a great, uh, could be a week. Gabs and 
Yeah, everything. How do people keep up to date with all things Dollar Bill related? Uh, they can either follow us on Instagram or they can actually our new website's up and running now. Um, so, if, yeah, subscribe on our website and we'll send you out. Very um, good. And what's the website URL? Dollarbill. Dollarbill.com.au. Beautiful. Nice and easy. Thanks heaps. Beautiful. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, guys. Awesome. We have got a non non beery guest, but we've got someone from Visit Ballarat. Uh, after our last chat, we just had to speak to someone else from Ballarat. Inspirational. Serena, how's it going? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? Great, great. Doing really well. Can you tell us about well, what your job is here and, and what you're doing? Yeah, sure. So uh, my role at Visit Ballarat is industry and development. And what we're doing here at Gabs, this is a first for us as a region. Uh, we have a number of craft brewers in the area now and we thought, well, what a great opportunity to come down. So we've partnered with Gabs um, as an associate partner for a region and we've brought down a number of the brewers. So you've already spoken to our friends from Dollar Bill here. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, brewers from Red Duck. Uh, we have the guys from Larrikin Gin or Kildakin Distillery. Uh, we've got... Oh, so Larrikin is the same as Kildakin? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yep. Uh, we also have... Um, 321 Cider, which is part of Cafe Sidra out at Limont, just outside Ballarat. And the guys from the Hop Temple have uh, done a partnership with Fed Uni and put up a couple of uh, beers for Gabs as well. So lots happening. So, But that's just a small sample of operators. There's quite a number of them in, in the area that yeah. couldn't necessarily be here. But yeah, it's pretty exciting times. So... What is, is Visit Ballarat, uh, is it a council pro project or how does that we're, we're the independent tourism body for the region, so we represent uh, Ballarat, the immediate Ballarat area, but also the Pyrenees, which is obviously quite well known as a wine region. Uh, Ballarat itself has you know, quite a long brewing history and what we're seeing is a lot more, we were starting to see a lot more of these pockets of brewers popping up around town, people doing their own thing, which is great. Um, we've recently started a new destination campaign where we're looking at artisans in the region and I guess it's probably a new kind of focus for us. It's about heritage but with a bit of a contemporary uh, focus. So sure, once upon a time we had people coming to Ballarat for gold mining but now we've got this new gold rush, if you pardon the pun, of people who are creating things and our craft brewers are a big part of that. How long have you been with Visit Ballarat? Uh, I've been with Visit Ballarat oh, a little over a year, okay. but lived in Ballarat my whole life. Have left the city limits, I'm proud to say, but uh, <laughs> yeah, lived there my entire life, so it's really exciting. Um, can you tell us why, I guess, what makes Ballarat special with someone that's lived there their whole lives? Why should people go? Yeah. Look, if you'd asked me maybe even 10 years ago, I'd probably only be able to give you a handful of things that you would come and see in Ballarat, but now it's, um, we've got so much more happening. You know, you can actually go out and pick any number of eateries in the main CBD, which will provide great food, and a lot of those using local ingredients from operators in the immediate area. You can go and have a, a great glass of local wine. You can go and try a great local beer. Uh, you can do anything from visit all the big attractions, you know, that we're well known for, like your Sovereign Hill and Wildlife Park and so forth. Or you can go and do um, a craft not um, a craftsman knife making course with someone like Adam Parker so you can come up for a few days great accommodation it's not just hotel motel you know we've got everything right through to five-star boutique hotels now so it's really um, 
come along in the last 10 years, I'd say. I had a really good pizza last time I was at Bella, in Ballarat. Uh, Forge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good pizza, can recommend yeah, that. Yeah, I also had a good pie one day there, uh, a red, a green curry chicken pie from oh, a bakery. Okay. I can't it remember the name like of the bakery, but yeah. Yeah. that was really good. So I've got really good food memories of Ballarat. Yeah. Well, look, the, the guys who started the Forge have probably been going probably about 10 years now. Started off with one little um, venue out in Alfred and just on the outskirts. Moved in, did their big CBD venue, which is sensational, and are now opening up an artisan bakery next door as well to them. So, right. you know, when you start to see things like that happening, it only takes, there are locals there who are doing great things, but also people who are moving to the region who go, do you know what, this is a really creative area. Let's give this a try because it's so much easier, to, I guess, to start a business in a regional area than it is to, say, sure. start something in Melbourne. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we've been there a couple of times recently for the article. We went for the Skulls exhibition. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, which was awesome. And then yep. for the Biennial, Biennale, oh, however yes, you say it. Yes. Um, so for me, Ballarat's art stuff. Oh, absolutely. And look, you know, we've got the Ballarat International Photo Biennale coming up later again uh, this year, yep. which is fantastic. Um, Ballarat Art Gallery is the oldest purpose built regional gallery in the country. So it's got a long association with art. And, and fine art at that. But what we're starting to see now is we've got some great ceramicists. You know, we've got people who, are, like I mentioned, Adam Park with the knives. Or we've been doing, you know, starting to see a lot of work around that lost trades sort of stuff. So even Sovereign Hill, which is predominantly a tourist attraction as a, a museum, yeah. but they're starting to do work with um, a gentleman by the name of Glenn Rundle who specialises in making Windsor chairs. So there's that you can come to Ballarat and spend a week at Sovereign Hill and make a chair. What's a Windsor chair? Well, it's a special style of chair. And, and look, forgive me because I'm not an expert in chairs, <laughs> but it's got a special style. And well, we're never going to forgive you for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were getting the local no, no, Windsor chair. Like, can you yeah, get? No. Can we get someone else in here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any other Windsor chair experts in the area? Um, so, but it's something that you can. Although he does it in his workshop elsewhere, but you can come to Sovereign Hill and do this special Sovereign Hill Windsor chair that right. he does, which is, you know, stuff like that is puts a whole different spit on things. It's not just, although it's still great for families, it's not just about that. You know, you can come up and do something very bespoke, or you can go and do a bit of everything, or you can just eat your way around the city now, which is nice. What is it about Ballarat that's just uh, drawn all these sort of artisans to... Uh, look, I'm not sure. I think it's probably um, just a really good mix of history and heritage. Like, you, you can clearly, and you guys would have seen it, you can clearly walk down the street in Ballarat and see evidence of the 1850s gold rush. Like, it's clear how Ballarat came to be there. But I think that really inspires people. And the fact that we really are only an hour from Melbourne, and you can do that really easily, either self-drive or get in the train and come up to Ballarat. Um, and so... It's probably a space where you can afford to do that too. If you want to make a living as an artisan, well, that's possible there because you're not going to possibly have some of the overheads you'd have in a metro area. Yeah, yeah. So it's really attracting a new wave of people. And primary producers, Ballarat's always had in the immediate vicinity, I mean, potato growers, um, you know, farmers. Uh, we've got Share Wagyu who do beautiful beef mm. just on the outskirts. So it's got pockets of primary producers around too. But what we're starting to recognise now is, you know, we want the produce. It's all about, you know, people focus on food miles and produce. 
great produce in the area that they can use right. in the restaurants at home. And Ballarat is what the second or third biggest city. In we the say second. State? Okay, so, sorry, enough. sorry, third after Geelong. We got right. in trouble yeah. for that one. We did, didn't we? Because <laughs> we, we said it was second, and like it was just a throwaway well, comment. Ge- yeah. And someone messaged us through Facebook, I think, like very yes. unhappy. Yeah. Get your facts right. You should do your research. And I'm yeah. like, oh man, I. Well, I, I don't know population. But that I also means there's still plenty of people around to consume oh, these yeah. things. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think I think technically they say it's the largest inland regional city because ah, Geelong would be the second yeah. largest right. city okay. in the state. Technicality. Um, yeah, yeah, technicality. <laughs> but we'll take that. Yeah. But, yeah, look, it's a, that's an age-old thing between Ballarat and Bendigo. And, I mean, that's fine. We work really closely with the guys from Bendigo. So that's because as part of that whole Goldfields yeah, yeah. region. Um, but both cities have very different personalities and very different focuses and you know Bendigo's done some fantastic stuff as well you know in the past few years certainly around that their art gallery and those blockbuster exhibitions and we've put a slightly different focus on because we're starting to see all these pockets of creativity and like I said it's not just um, about the art scene which is fabulous but you know things like the craft brewing um, which is awesome. Thank you so much for joining That's us. It's a pleasure. No worries at all. Uh, I really want to go to Ballarat now, Dave. Absolutely, we should, yeah. We should move there and well, set up a look, podcasting. Well, let us know anytime. Hope yeah. Help you. Yep. All right. Anytime. We'll be coming for you, to, for you for food tips and drink <laughs> tips. Thank you for joining us. Thank no you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're recording. Nice. Chris, how's it going? Good, good. From Mr. Banks. Previous guest on the show. Yes. Uh, but you've got a completely different beer lineup on tap at the moment from when we last spoke. Yeah, we generally do every week. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us, like, I've got a cake eater double dry hop yeah, cream so IPA. Yeah, it's just a lactose IPA. Um, yeah, double dry hopped. It's probably a, it's our heaviest dry hopping to date at the moment. So 24 grams per litre on that one. So Ooh, nice. a, lot of, a lot of money thrown in that I, Do I have the same? Uh, that's a Starman. Starman? So it's just a, yeah, just a hazy IPA. Just a hazy IPA. Yeah, it's pretty delicious. A lot drier yeah. Than, yeah, right. than this one. But oh, this is actually quite nice. Yeah. I don't think it's... For the amount of lactose in there, I think the hops really help it. It's, yeah, it's really tasty. What are you Have drinking there? What's that called? Uh, that's just the melon berry goza. So watermelon raspberry goza. Right on. At the uh, AIBA Awards last night, were you there? No, nah, I didn't go. The, uh, they had two announcers. One was Dave Thornton, the comedian, uh, and then there's another guy that was doing like the voice of, you know how like on like game shows. Of God, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dave. Yep. Tonight we've got, and he was announcing all the like gold medalists as they were coming up. Yeah, yeah. But n- I don't know if anyone told him how to pronounce Goza. Uh, he was calling it Goose. Goose. Yeah. Um, yeah there's plenty of that. And well, this must be a typo, he said. Yeah. yeah. And he gave up on, uh, gave up on pronouncing Tuatara halfway through the word. He's like, Tuat. Beer <laughs> uh, and bro- brewery Rodenbach. Yep. He made a mess of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Slide aside there. Yeah, I know. There's so many for Gozes. Yeah. The Goze. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I've seen breweries put a little, a little. I don't know what that is. Like apostrophe. The thing on top. Accent. Yeah, 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 accent yeah, on top. Accent. Yeah, to make right. it Goze. Yeah. It's like that's. Yeah. Makes just, sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tell me about. I guess Hazy's Gozes. What's is this? How Mr. Banks is now? Um, I hope so. <laughs> there. Well, that and Pilsners for me personally. Awesome. I drink Pilsners and I don't drink a lot of these hazy beers to be honest. People just like them, so yeah, they certainly um, do. Yeah, but yeah, Pilsners and Gozers is pretty much my go-to these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're just trying to have fun with it. We've sort of 
We've taken our pills now actually away from our core range and just made it only available at the brewery really. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bit of a tough sell and it was just sitting around yeah. longer than we'd like it. And so just the extra pale and the West Coast. Um, the West Coast is tasting real good at the yeah, moment too. Yeah, it's tasting nice. Yeah. Um, and then the stout, but we may mix up the stout coming soon, I don't know. We just don't want to, I want to have a core range, but not, I don't know. I th- I, like a core range is tough, but I think you need it. Yeah. So we're trying to release like one limited release beer a month and then one taproom series. So just ones that we do at the brewery. And we put them into cans and they've been going really well. So we put them into 500 mil cans and uh, people just come down and yeah, snap through them pretty quick. So. What sells the most at the brewery for your regular punters? Over the bar, on tap, the, yeah. pil- the pills. Pills yeah. goes, yeah, right. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then the pale. But then after those two, it's pretty much whatever's new. Yeah. So the new stuff does go pretty quick. Like we try and keep a decent amount, especially the cans, because we've got a, a, like a really good following down there now. People are really good, so... Um, Do you feel like you've kind of... Was it hard to make that gap to get the followers people in to drink hazy beers where you at? Yeah. I th- the hazy beers, like, as I said, like Pilsner is still our number one seller. So they are changing, but like the way they sell in wholesale and the people that do come down to buy them specifically, like we never won't have a hazy beer on tap. Yeah. It's like we never won't have some form of fruited sour yeah. and some form of lager. Like pretty much there's like four or five checklists that we need and it's got to be, you got to have a pills, you've got to have a pale, we want a hazy IPA, a fruited sour and then I'd like then, to say a dark beer but we're, we're actually out of dark beer at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's crazy because 10 years ago or 20 years ago yeah. you had to have a porter, yep. a Hefeweizen, yeah. uh, an amber ale yeah. or like a red ale and a lager yeah. and now if you had those three on tap. It'd be a radical tap list. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, No one would buy them. Yeah, there'd be tumbleweeds flowing yeah, through a place. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's definitely changed, but it, it keeps it fun and fresh, and it's sort of, we have no idea what we're brewing month to month. It sort of just pops up. We try and plan, but it doesn't really work, and then, so that's why now we're just doing, like, Cake Eater, I'm really happy with that beer. I think it's one of the better beers we've made. Um, so that will come back. Um, and like I think Starman will come back with a few changes, but we're trying to do like maybe one or two runs of one beer and then it's gone. Yeah. But it'll come back if it's worth it. Yeah. If it's worth coming back, it'll come back. So. Starman, is that a David Bowie it is. thing? Yeah, Cake Eater? What's Cake Eater? Uh, so Cake Eater is um, Adam Banks' nickname in the Mighty Ducks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, ri- I remember that. Yeah, boy. right. Yeah. And I had, from the day we said the brewery's going to call Mr. Banks, I was like, we will one day do a Cake Eater beer. <laughs> And I just didn't know that it was going to be in the constitution yeah, until right. maybe three or four months ago. Yeah, in, right. Yeah, what do you works. call it in the tap room? We call it a cream double IPA. Okay. Does that put is like is that a challenging order for yeah, locals? Yeah, why? Like, what's cream? <laughs> but um, I wish guys obviously just say it's lactose. But we sort of like these beer. That beer specifically was taken from inspiration of you know like the other half sort of style and stuff like that. Because we had that when we were over in the States about two years ago, and I was like, oh, these beers are so good. And then I sort of forgot about them a bit, and then I went to the Mr. West takeover, and I was like, I can't believe I forgot about these beers. These yeah, are yeah. incredible. So I was like, we're making one next week, 100%. Um, but 
but we didn't want to obviously get taking inspiration from it and they call it there's like the daydream like oat cream IPAs yeah like we didn't want to take a blatant rip but yeah, we yeah. wanted to I wanted to call it something without calling it a lactose IPA yeah so I think it's a little bit more inviting than just a lactose IPA but yeah yeah. It's bloody delicious. Dave, yeah, do you want to really taste like this one? Sure, I'll have a go at that. Um, like, I'll have a go at that one. Yeah. For something that, as you know, I mm. wouldn't traditionally go for, that is tight. Yeah, and it's 8%. I sat there on the... We packaged it on the Wednesday, and I think on the Thursday yeah, night, I don't, I don't normally drink midweek, and Thursday night I cracked a can. I ended up having three, and I was like, should I go for a fourth? <laughs> <laughs> I pulled myself back. I'm like, it is Thursday at 8%. So. What do you do um, with the malt bill when you're making a lactose IPA? Just keep it as basic as Just basic as possible? Just, just get all your... Yeah, right. Yeah, just pills and oats and a reasonable amount of lactose. Like, it's not a huge amount, but hopped, like, yeah, pretty yeah. seriously. And now, we've got a... So, it's our birthday in start of June. Um, Happy third, birthday. Third. Uh, so, we're having a big party down there. So if you guys are free on the 1st of June, come down. Um, I know it's a trek, but uh, we're oh, going to... not for me, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've got... Yeah, it should be a fun day. We've got a couple of new beers. One of them is our birthday beer, which is going to be a triple IPA. Um, and it's... It's tasting pretty good for a triple IPA. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's hazy, of course. Wait, wait a second. Um, it's tasting pretty good for a triple IPA. Is, yeah. Come on. I don't know. Pump it up more than that. They're so intense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this will be intense because I said that was the heaviest hopped. I dry hopped it yesterday and it's the heaviest hop we've ever done. So yeah, right. <laughs> we're just wrapping it up. You know? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, any more questions from you, Dave? Um, how's the week been? The week's been pretty chill. Yeah. We actually haven't done anything. You haven't done heat. anything? No, all we did uh, the Southeast Fest oh, yeah, on yeah. last Saturday, which so was So that really was good. the second one, was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 I went you to the first, first one, one last yeah, year. Yeah, so I at Bad Shit, yeah. but it was a yeah. street party, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. It was a good turnout. And then we just had little things, like we were part of the one-night keg stand at the Terminus and... Uh, a few little bits and pieces like that. We had a trivia night uh, at the Mountain View Hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. How'd that go? Wednesday. Yeah. Morgs went along. He said it was good. Nice. I had to babysit. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been kind of chill. So, which is kind of nice because I didn't, I didn't want to come into this weekend yeah. being gassed already. So, yeah. Do you have a Gab's beer on? Yeah. So, it's just a raspberry milk stout. Okay. So... Pretty much wanted to make a beer that I could still sell at the end after Gabs was over, because um, we don't have a pilot system. Yeah. So we just made a nice milk stout and then put some raspberry puree in it, and it's it's nice. It's not you know it's not gonna win anything, but it's a tasty beer. It's hard to know what's gonna win anything. Though. Yeah. I'm assuming it'll be I don't know whatever candy thing is. Yeah, but, probably. But you know, raspberry milk stout I think could be in the mix. It's nice. It's just a really nice drinking, easy drinking beer. So yeah, if you like stout and you like raspberries. Kind of can't go wrong. I do raspberry ramjet. Yep. The boat rocker variation okay. was so Incredible. good. Yeah. yeah. Raspberry just works. Yeah. It's kind of like citron mosaic. It's a cheetah fruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible to make a bad beer with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Thanks guys. again. Uh, if your levels were on point, I feel like you've done podcasting before. Once or twice. Uh, from Ballistic Brewery. From Ballistic Brewery in Queensland. What do you do? Besides yeah. wearing a fun brewery shirt. <laughs> These are actually our work shirts. That's great. Um, yeah. Right, so I, that's a standard issue work shirt you've got on. Yeah. All right. So Hawaii, Hawaiian shirts are the go. I love it. Um, what I do, I'm one of the production brewers. Cool. Uh, what does a production brewer at Ballistic do? I make a lot of work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like Ballistic is being growing 
quietly. They, they have. We are severely overworked at the moment. We are looking for more brewers. So, which is which is good because there's only the two of us making work at the moment. Yeah. So it's going to be nice to get someone else in. Does Ballistic have two setups, or it's the one? Uh, we've got. We don't have two setups. We've got a, a bar in the west end of Brisbane. Yeah. Which is our little, just our, just our little bar, really. It's that's a lovely little place, and we've got the the uh, production facility in Salisbury. Cool. You were you mentioned before you hit record. You were part of the Not Too Bright podcast with James Davidson. Previous I, I of the deny time all allegations of that. <laughs> so you lived in Bright. What were you Correct. doing there? Um, a lot of things. Uh, I worked behind the bar at Bright. I did help out in the brew house as well, but I'm also a painter and decorator, so I, I used to uh, do some painting around there. And how did you end up in Brisbane? Uh, my fiance. Okay. <laughs> She's from Brisbane, oh, so I was going to say you was you're going through every city alphabetically. So after Bright Brisbane. was Brisbane. Was yeah, Brisbane, yeah. 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 So um, yeah, so uh, we just had a couple of issues come up in the family, so we decided to move back up here so she could be closer to her family, and uh, just we stayed. I got a job as well. Actually, I was working at Bacchus Brewing. Uh, then the job for bar manager came up at Ballistic. I decided to jump ship. Yeah. And luckily enough, one day, Lockie was just like, do you want to come and work in the brew house? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's the worst mistake I've ever made. Nice. <laughs> so you just poured us a uh, Nordic IPA. What Correct. is a Nordic IPA? It is brewed with Kavik yeast. Ah. Right, okay. So it was about 30, I can't remember now. It's, there's been alcohol between then and now. Uh, it was somewhere between 30, 35 degrees. Around about two days it brewed. So it was just done on a pile. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just did it on a pile of bass just to see how it would go. I did get asked before what strain we used, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. You're going to get that <laughs> with people. Yeast, yeah. The people that know that style of yeast will know Correct. the strain. The thing is, it. I didn't actually get to brew this one. This, These pilot kit brews that we had done for Gabs, uh, these are all done by Jake, our quality control guy. He's a bit of a whiz on the pilot kit at work. Yeah, right. So it's just like, go, have fun. And he did. It's a fun beer. Um, it's it's not my style. Like I don't, I, I don't particularly like it. That's, why why not? Um, just I don't know. I think may, you, maybe the, the, one of the problems, particularly with beer today, is maybe I drank so much last night that every time I put alcohol <laughs> near my mouth, my body convulses. Okay. <laughs> but then why did you give it to us if it's not your favourite? Because uh, at the moment it seems like these Quebec beers are just going off. Like people are frothing all over it. Yes. Uh, I had the Firestone Walker one at Carwin. Uh, I think it was very similar to this okay. approach, um, and I like this a lot more. Why? That's what is it about it? The Firestone one was quite probably too much fermentation character, which kind of distracted from everything else. Right. Whereas this has hop and hop stuff going on. A lot of Jake will be very, on. very yeah. happy to hear that. Okay, good. I'll make I'll make sure once this comes out, I'll uh, I'll point him in the direction and get a big get a big head. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you guys have a gas beer as well? And we didn't this year. Okay, just the standard. Um, mostly because Lockie, our head brewer, uh, he just doesn't really care about it. It's like that's not the focus. Yeah. It's like the focus is really getting our name out there. Like we're, we're finally starting to get some traffic in Victoria, which makes me happy being a Victorian. Yeah. Um, it's just wonderful. Like people, are, oh, I know your beers. It's like yes. Um, tell us about the Sleep When You're Dead series. The Sleep When You're Dead series. Uh, so. The whole basis of it is these are very hop-forward beers that are just super fresh, super fun, 
and they have, I believe, it's an eight-week shelf life. So it's, if, if it's out in trade, that once that date's that dead by date, we'll buy it back. Right. And it's, like, it's just to make sure that people get the freshest, funnest beers they possibly can. And how has it gone so far? Well, um, if you talk to the sales guys, that's usually like, uh, we need more. So uh, we've, we've finished brewing it. We can't make more. <laughs> but it's, there's always a lot of pre-orders go out. You, you just hear the numbers and it's like, bloody hell. It's really good to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's it's a very brave move by any brewery to do this. Uh, but I'm glad that I'm glad that we have because it's it's got us a bit of a name out there. I think it, sure. I think it's worked for us. I guess for you people like us that you know love packed on dates, love quality control, love Bein all it. those things. Yeah. yeah. No, just people that love things. <laughs> um, you know, it is kind of cool to see those kind of things happening. Yeah. And brands staking their claim to say this is what we're going to do. Yeah. That is excellent because like my entire selection criteria when I go to a bottle shop is just upending cans. Oh yeah, what's fresh. That's I'm, I'm absolutely the same yeah. as well. Although the only beer I really drink is our own now. Yeah, fair enough. It's only because yeah. only I don't have time to go to a bottle <laughs> shop or a bar anymore. What have you noticed the differences between? Like, did you live in Melbourne before, right? Yeah, yeah. I was born in Melbourne. Okay, cool. Um, my mum and dad were divorced, so dad used to live up in the northeast Victoria, and he was an he was an ambulance officer up there. So I just used to travel backwards and forwards from Melbourne upright. Um, and then I think from Melbourne, I moved down to Phillip Island for a while. And then from there, it's just like, oh, screw it, I'm going back to Bright. And I did. All right. And how's Brisbane, like the world of Brisbane beer at the moment? How does that? That's actually a really, really good question. You don't um, know you're in the brewery the whole time. Well, you still you still see like you, you've got all the, the the social media groups and everything, so you see what's going on. I've always I've always maintained that Melbourne's easily the, the craft beer capital of Australia. That's my opinion. Tell you what though, Brisbane's really making waves and well, being number much two. That's what we're hearing. Like uh, Brisbane at the moment is like the place where things are happening. There. There's yeah. some such quality beers coming out. There's so many breweries opening up, which is scary. <laughs> of course. Uh, but yeah, just the quality of the beer coming out is just fantastic. It makes me happy. Like, it, there's so much more choice. And the bar culture in Brisbane is very similar to Melbourne's, and it's a little bit of a laneway culture as well going on. It's just so much. It's like, you, you go to bars now, and it's not just Forex or, or Carlton. It, there's a range, and you're just like, oh, well, there goes my pay. Excellent. <laughs> um, can you tell us? A couple of Brisbane tips. Where do we go to eat? Where do we go to drink? And what brewery should we check out that's um, not ballistic? I'm always going to say, if anyone asks me where to go to eat, uh, my, my second home in Brisbane is Saccharomyces Beer Cafe. Cool. It's uh, where I started working when I went, <laughs> when I went to Brisbane. Um, uh, you've got... You've got oh, there's so many. Uh, there's one name that came to mind at the start, and you're like... You're pushing it down in favour of others. There I don't is, know what it is, but I bet, there, I bet there's one. There's in there. one place called Archive. That's a that's a good fun place to that's go. Awesome. Um, but you've got places like Green Beacon, Newstead, you know, all the big boys, um, Brisbane Brewing Co. They make some fantastic beers too. Whenever we talk to anyone from Brisbane, we always go. It's time that we get up and do a show in Brisbane. Yeah. But I think now we really need to do that. Yeah. yeah. And you can jump on a city cat and do it. On, you know, do it on the, on the ferry. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of fun. Perfect. Yeah. We're just going to get that Brewdog bar open and then we'll be oh, up there. Oh, what's that open? Up there in a heartbeat. Oh, yes. Say what you're thinking. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> oh, I've just, you, you read all those negative uh, Facebook posts and it's just like, 
Oh, I'm just going to go back to work. I don't want to read this crap. Uh, anything you want to add or plug before we wrap this baby up? Ballistic, drink our beer. Very, very good. That is succinct. How do you find it on social media? Uh, ballisticbeer.com.au. Beautiful. Uh, if you search Ballistic Beer in Facebook. And it's the same for the Instagram account as well. Wonderful. Love your work. Thank you yeah, very much. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. You got me out of working. <laughs>
I mean, we do have fairy lights just above our heads. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's very romantic. Yeah. It is. Um, what beers have you had today? This is my first beer. Okay. Um, I had some work to do this morning, so um, also I didn't want to have anything too early. Um, but this is a stunning um, fruited barrel-aged sour, I believe, from... Um, Future Mountain Brewing and Blending. Awesome. So they're, they're fairly new, so uh, very excited about their stuff. What else are you excited to try today? Anything that must do? Oh, I'm the wrong person to ask. Um, You're a full-time beer writer. This is the kind of thing you should know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I'd i like to go... I, I think I'd like to go to Holgate because um, they always just have so many awesome beers that aren't you know, constantly in the market, so that'll yep. be really nice to go and look at. Um... Yeah, good choice. Yeah, there's a. I know this sounds um, maybe a little bit off key, but there's a gin place here, and I wrote about them for Bruce News. Um, uh, Larrikin Gin. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to go say hello to them as well because they're they're a new company. It's good to support the new guys. I think. We spoke to uh, Serena from the Visit Ballarat before. Oh yeah. Uh, at the the big stand where Larrikin is. So yeah, yeah. the Ballarat folk Ballarat's on everyone's bloody night. Yeah, uh, the, hot, the hot yeah. regional town is Ballarat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything you want to add before we wrap this up? Where, where are you going now that you've left Bruce News? Um, so I finished up at the end of June, so I'll be going to New York uh, on the 2nd of July. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Just for the 4th of July celebration? Absolutely, and then yeah. I'm coming straight back. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, um, sick. Yeah, no, I've got a 12-month working visa, so we're going to hold fingers and toes and everything and look for a job. Yeah. I don't know how many New York listeners we have, but if anyone out there wants to give Megan a job... <laughs> Yeah, give me a job. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. Anything you want to add before we wrap up? No, that's, that's yeah. All right. Thank Cheers, you Megan. again. Thanks for having me. Good luck me. in New York. Thank you. All right, I think our levels are good. Nice. Molly from Hope, how's yes. it going? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Isle of a Time podcast. Awesome. Uh, I don't know a lot about Hope. I know that the beers have won awards, uh, won fans. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about Hope? Yeah, so we're actually predominantly a winery out in uh, the Hunter Valley. Um, so we've been doing wine for 20 years and we've just got into the beer scene and we've been in there for about five years now, um, which we're definitely stepping it up. We're definitely getting in there and everyone's sort of noticing us now. Um, and we did win quite a few awards last night. We actually got a trophy for the single hop hazy um, for the design. Oh, yeah, the, the which is really packaging cool. design. Yeah, yeah, right. that's it. Yeah, and then we won a few gold. So our um, our pineapple sour won for a gold, and our imperial stout and our IPA. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Which has been exciting. I think you won a crafty pint blind tasting. We did recently. for our XPA. Yeah, so I was on that blind yeah. tasting, and that was an excellent beer. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So very popular. <laughs> Unfortunately, not here with us today. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the one that sort of put hope on a lot of people's radars. Though. I think yeah. so too, yeah, definitely. And like I said, we've been doing beer for five years, but not everyone sort of really noticed it too much yet. Um, but I think the double IPAs come up. Well, there was a, an IPA at some point, remember one. Did that win something as well? Or am I um, making that up? Possibly. I think maybe yeah. the Dippo I might have won last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what do you do at Hope? Um, I do, I'm, I'm sort of a bit of a floater. Okay. <laughs> so um, I predominantly do um, cellar door, but then I also do um, invoicing and that sort of stuff. And then I also work in as a function staff member as well. So we are also an entertainment venue. So we do hold 22,000 people. So we've just had red 22,000 people? Yeah. Yikes. That's no, so right? many people. <laughs> yeah. So we're actually the biggest um, outdoor entertainment center in the Southern Hemisphere. Jeez. Yeah. What's the, like, uh, do you have an annual event that 
Not necessarily an annual event, but we did just have Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, in yeah. February. Um, did, did you get to meet the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I didn't, no. Uh, I'm not that high up the food okay. chain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, we're quite big in that sense. But um, yeah, we just announced Elton John as well. So. Wow. Are you going to get to meet Elton John? I hope so. Yeah. He's doing a, He's doing two days, so I'm like, I think I'll have to wine and dine him. And <laughs> What do you think Elton John's like? As a person, I think he'll be great. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll have you know five cats or something, and <laughs> very he'll have like a ridiculous rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost don't want to know because yeah. if he's horrible, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like so upset. Cause... Yeah, no, right, it'll ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> How long? Oh, where is Hope, by the way, geographically? Um, yeah, yeah. So it's in Hunter Valley, so two and a half hours north of Sydney. Are you from that area? I am. Cool. So from Newcastle, so close. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> and how did you end up working there? Um, I actually, one of the ladies who works there, I used to work with her husband at a construction company. Um, so I was looking for another job and then they popped me in there and said, we've got some admin work. So I started off in the office and then I've sort of just started floating around a bit everywhere. So yeah, I've nearly been there a year now. All right. Yeah. Were you a beer fan? Before then? I actually wasn't. And I've worked in pubs um, and hospitality before, but then um, I actually tried our pale ale, our Hope Pale Ale, and that's got, that got me on to drinking. <laughs> drinking beer. Yeah, you, <laughs> have, you haven't looked back since, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely not. So what's your go-to of the Hope range now? Probably still the pale ale. Awesome. Um, and we did do, we've, we've got a concert that um, happens in October, which is called FKA. Um, and that was, um, it's basically like a Triple J sort of style um, concert and we created a beer for that which was a mango sour awesome that's next level good nice. <laughs> yeah so what sells mostly for hope over the bar and stuff no. like what what's the locals what are the locals drink out of the hope range what's your Ooh. biggest seller they usually go we have a really nice extra stout which i like to sort of sell it as like an espresso martini yeah that's sort of what it is but as a beer um so for the dark drink is definitely that and we've also got a pacific lager um which is also quite popular the idea of selling it as an espresso martini to to women that might not necessarily want to drink beer. Yeah, or people that don't necessarily love dark beer. Yeah. Because a lot of people go, oh, no, I don't really like the dark beer type of thing. So they go, oh, that actually sounds really interesting because it's got a really nice mocha, chocolatey flavour. Yeah. All right. Is that packaged? It is. We're in cans. All right. Yeah. Does that get down to Melbourne? It does. Okay. I could, couldn't tell you where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask you that level. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've seen that one around. I'm going to have to pick that one up. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds fun. Uh, this is your first time at a Gabs festival? My first time, um, but we've been at the last four. Right. Yeah. Is there a Hope beer for the, the, con- like for a the brewery? Today, festival yeah. Beer? yeah, yeah. So we created the um, F. Hey, there they go. Mary the Al Capones <laughs> are uh, right next to They interrupt faces, us every so year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they always so get us some stage. <laughs> Love it. And the juggler's there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we created a FA18% beer, which is called the Rhino. So it's a big 18% beer. Um, oh, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. an IIIIIPA. <laughs> Massive. I, uh, I, it wasn't a direct criticism of you guys, but I, I mentioned on Twitter recently that I don't like, I'm not sure about beers named after bomber jets. Yeah, okay. It's a weird thing to me to be like, Bombing jets are pretty bad. Engine fuel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I don't know, their purpose is to kill people kind of yeah. a thing. Um, some people took issue with me saying that. Yeah. Uh, it was Oops. just me thinking out loud. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's it. Is, is that a weird thing? What do you think, Dave? Uh, maybe it protects your freedom. Luke, do you ever think about that? I do like freedom. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good propagandering. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Molly, anything you want to add before we wrap up? Not really. I'm just super happy to be here. Do you want to plug anything? 
sorry. Do you need to plug anything? No, I'm good. Okay, good. <laughs> Elton John, buy tickets to that. Yeah, buy yeah. tickets, yeah. Go see EJ. Just, just come to the Hunter Valley and visit us at Overstate. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much for joining us today, Oliver Time. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. Ciao. Thank you. I'll see you guys around. <laughs> Okay, we've got Ian from The Chosen Brew. Hello. Previous guest, old friend, good all-round good guy. Oh, thank you. That's probably the best review I've had yet. <laughs> as, uh, that's a four-and-a-half-star review, surely. Um, he said probably, I think, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a good, there's a good 200 people in that mag <laughs> um, We're wrapping up our Gab show. Dave, what are you most looking forward to about once uh, we put the mics down? I want to go to Future Mountain. Yep. Uh, everything looks fun there. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried any of their beers yet, so I'm keen to go and have a little peruse. Yeah, How about yeah. you? Oh, I'm probably going to go eat something. Mm, good uh, idea. There's a vegan shawarma. Ooh. I don't know, really know what that is, but no. there's hummus involved and it sounds really fun. So I'm probably going to go past that and, and eat something healthy, somewhat healthy. Ian? What are, you, what are you looking forward to? Vegan shawarma does sound like someone who plays for Arsenal. I have only just got here. Um, but I, one, one thing I really noticed was the, the architecture gabs. Like downstairs, there's some big stalls. Oh, there sure like, is. More yeah. than any other year, there's some feats of engineering there, which obviously pay for by big beer but sure, it's, exactly. uh, it's pretty I mean, impressive is it? there is a strong correlation between uh, bank balance and <laughs> the impressiveness yeah, of the store whether or yeah. not you're a gazebo or <laughs> you're not so yeah very impressive it's, so, the, it's the elephant in the room that I think we're all talking about <laughs> <laughs> well I think I might just go and inspect the architecture level the, sure, you yeah. know, the and I'm sure there's going to be some great beers there are, too are you going to so give yeah. like the uh, panhead Stand a hip and shoulder just to see if it comes down. Just yeah, I, you know, so I feel like uh, you know, like a, a dad who would come out and kick the tires on a on yeah. a new car. <laughs> kind of, I want to go and do that to all the stands and just just check it out. Look just under to the make bonnet. sure they're not cutting any corners yeah. anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, and the beer might be be nice as well. So there's some delicious beers around. Um, I think we should wrap I this up. Ian, thank you for joining us in the last little segment. Oh, no, that was absolute pleasure. Uh, it's probably too long, really, but... Uh, at, at The Chosen <laughs> Brew? Time. Was it the handle? The Chosen yeah, Brew The Chosen Brew uh, or on thechosenbrewau.com. Um, yeah, send me a message, follow on Instagram, whatever else. Uh, yeah, I'm always happy to talk beer. So, Very good. Yeah. Dave, at Melb Dave, uh, whatevs, jump on the Patreon, fun things happening. Luke, how about you? At Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com. Uh, that's it. Enjoy Gabs. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>